Hello, hello, hello. I'm Michelle. And I'm Veronica. Welcome to our podcast. I don't know, to be honest, a safe space for people who do not be knowing. Who do not be knowing. Ah. Wow. Ah. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to need to fix that note. When I was in NY, and I used to see the um, National Youth Service uh, acronym, I used to think NYSIC. Oh, NYSC. What is it? Well, National Youth Service. Uh, compatriot, or whatever. Oh, no. NY, National Youth Service Corporation? Corp? Corps. Corps. Yeah, National Youth Service Corps. Corps. Or, I think it's apparently it's core. Like, apparently it's that the PS is um silent because you know how they say core. Yeah. Well, no, yeah. I was just thinking it's like orange rock. Remember orange rock calls? Where you here? Where you in the country for orange rock calls? <laughs> no, you should. <laughs> That's my excuse for everything. I was in the country. <laughs> you really should have been in the country for orange rock calls. You don't remember Indeed that. You, so basically, they made us do cut. They made us do community service, which I personally think is a bit of a dud now. Because I look back at it, like, oh, that's free labor. But actually, it wasn't free labor. You got um, you got a concert ticket. So oh, okay. You, you do what you do a bit of community service, and then for a certain amount of time, and then they put on a concert. My God, bring back Orange Rock Hall. That was fun. I definitely wasn't in the country. Definitely, you wasn't were because we were in year ten. I don't think my school subscribed to it. I think my school, I don't know, I went to public school and I think, to be honest, Who didn't? So, did you, so did you. So, um, oh, we were in the same social economic status. Lady. We were all buying meat from the meat shop. I'm not... <laughs> no, but then, so Our why did my school do it? was going to the butcher. So why did my school do it? Maybe the area I was in. No, I don't know if I found out about it from my school, though. What I would say is that I remember that when I was younger, and to be fair, right now, though, loads of my friends are really into music. Mm. And we were all like, oh, we want to go to our first concert. I remember our first concert was such a big thing. And everybody wanted to lose their concert, quote, unquote, virginity to the right concert. And we didn't want to, like, we were, like, saving money I don't think that was my my first concert was oh my god I forgot their name it's a black and a white guy and they were like a rapper but I can't remember Chili Bangs that was my first concert I couldn't go to the Orange Rock Corps oh yeah I remember I got a job and I had actual work and I was like hmm I give it away for some money Mm -hmm. wow but yeah um sorry nostalgia time um, oh, I was basically clearly I was not participating. Country. Okay, I was here, but was not participating in these things. And maybe my school just weren't either they submitted the application late. It's not your school, it was your or... friend. <laughs> she's telling she's you know what she's gonna Oh say? then my friends we we went about it. Um, yeah, we yeah. went about it like that, you know? We were too busy going to Sainsbury's getting their three for two donuts for nineteen P. That was our priority. <laughs> Remember when we did gems were like 19p? Oh yes. You see, this was the time where I couldn't actually do much because I'm diabetic and whatnot. Yeah, so like I wasn't allowed at that time. I was instantly independent, so <laughs> no sweets for me. The most exciting treat I was getting were digestives, not even the chocolate ones. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and they all stopped up at the nurses' station. <laughs> I had to have a hypo in order to get a digestive. I'm you have suffered. You have suffered. <laughs> oh, like, no, seriously, like my friends. Commission. 
seriously, my friends, I remember my friends used to be like, are you going to go shoot yourself again? So basically what, what they described as shoot, my, shoot myself. No, no, no. Shooting myself was when I had to test my blood glucose. Mm. So I had to like, they, I had, it was a finger pricker. So they mm. call it shooting yourself. And they're like, oh, she's she's going to shoot herself. And I had, my friends are lovely, man. They used to wait for me. Like, so the bathroom had this long heater outside mm. the toilets, like the girls' toilets. Because mm-hmm. the girls' toilets were opposite the boys' toilets. Mm. And they would just wait for me at lunchtime, like in a line. They'll just sit, you know, like the way you like to sit on heaters. Mm-hmm. They'll just be sitting on the heater waiting oh, while I'm sweet. injecting my insulin dose for the day. I'm yelling. That's actually sweet. It's my sweet. They're just like, oh, we're waiting for Michelle. She's just shooting herself. I'm not screaming. They're making you sound like a knee. Oh, secondary school. I didn't experience secondary school the way you guys did, though. Like, I only did half of it. No, I only did half of it. I did year nine, year ten, year eleven. Michelle's cracking out that small, small violin. (laughs) Every time you ask Michelle to reflect on her childhood. Oh, yeah, I wasn't here for that. Every small thing. No, I wasn't here for that. GCSE. I wasn't here for that. A level. I wasn't here for that. Like very. Right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I wasn't here for that. Becomes longer and longer each time the years go on. <laughs> graduation from uni in the UK. I wasn't here for that. <laughs> no, seriously, guys, it's actually where I had to get out of things, you know, because clearly I wasn't engaging. So what I would call is I wasn't here. And each time you just mention a random show. No, oh, you guys know about that. I'm sorry. I really, really wasn't here. I wasn't for that. here. <laughs> No, but there was a time where I was transitioning there. Like, it was a transitional period from mm. being the freshie that I was to integrating into the Western society here. And so obviously, like, I wasn't really here either. Because, you know, them times where people were in the playground talking about these things that were relevant, I was still in my, you know, peace square the bench. That's, that's all I know. What were you on about? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Like, Nigeria was still really, really well and truly ingrained in me. Mm. Um, until I until I finally acclimatized to the new my new surroundings and which was year ten. So technically year nine, I wasn't here for that. I'm screaming. So anyway, Orange Rock Corpse <laughs> so happened in year ten. <laughs> anyone anyone that remembers Orange Rock Corpse? Oh my gosh. Okay, that's going to be one of the infographics this week. Orange, the rise and fall of Orange Rock Corpse. <laughs> Orange Rock. I, I, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna Google it because I would like to know. So you have to do community service. Yeah, you have to do community service. Um, what what is what counts like? Uh, what counted as community service? I remember I paid. I was meant to paint something, but then I came and I saw people. I just started talking, and then some people were painting, other people weren't. And I moved some stuff from one place to the end. And then they give. Then they basically give you a voucher code at the end. Mm. So after you finish doing what you need to do, you get a voucher code, and then you type in that voucher code into the internet, and then that's your ticket. And so then they put on, I remember the year before they had like really good people that done Orange Rock Corp. It might have been when I was in college as well. I don't, I can't remember. It was around them times, but like, yeah, they had really good people that done it. Um, But obviously I didn't attend because I, I found a job and I was like, yo, I'm going to make money. It depends your priorities are probably in the right place. But every day my priorities are money versus experience, which which I've learned to tame in my twenties. Yes, absolutely. Um, but yeah, how are you anyways? How's it going? I'm okay. Um, so on the day we're filming, the government has finally decided to open up the beauticians. Whew, my nail artist, she is... What do you mean? Ouchia. Hmm? What do you mean? They're opening up beauticians on Monday. Like, that's why everyone's screaming about laser and nails and eyebrows. Oh, on, wait, what's Monday? Is, is Monday the 20th? 
No. Did, why do I have 25th in my head? Oh, that's the gyms. The gyms are... You see, I'm that's where my focus was. That's, that's where my focus, focus was. Is. Yes, that's, the gym. That's where Huntress lies. Oh, my... Really? Oh, my gosh. Finally, then I can do my eyebrows again. You job, Michelle done her eyebrows with hair removal cream and they actually look sick as fuck. Please don't try this at home. <laughs> um, seriously. If you don't have hand-eye coordination, I beg you don't do it. <laughs> you, you, your slip becomes a... I beg you don't do it because seriously like I walked into my sister's room and she was like what's that on your face I was like hair removal cream she goes you put hair removal cream on your face I said yeah she goes I could never I was like yeah you can't you don't have hand-eye coordination like I know how to I have precision like I can I can line properly and even then I think I still took a little bit off like the the, the beginning oh thank you babes thank you to be honest what I really 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 want right now is for the spec savers because one of my lens for my glasses has, has fallen out i'm screaming the glasses so that now, you decided now to I'm match me with i'm seeing from one eye yes yes wait yeah. so on the <laughs> so basically i've got home from work i bet Michelle, over, by the way, Michelle, and my Michelle's lens fell out. <laughs> what okay so wait 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 so you're at work now right like this, <laughs> this is post, post the fallout you're at work and you're there looking at these people that you're having to be with yeah and then you're just looking at them with one lens and the other lens vanish yeah yeah that's it said, I, said, I don't know what to do the other one's falling out Michelle, that is actually very <laughs> ratchet <laughs> just, just managing my just managing like full 2020 vision from one eye <laughs> wait so you're actually going to work with like one lens Obviously, in one lens I don't, out i don't i only wear it when i need it so when i was in, I was <laughs> So you know because the screw the thing is there's a, there's a little screw, <laughs> there's a little screw that screws that actually keeps because the shape of the lens the screw that keeps the um the frame together mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. fallen out so when I bent over the lens just dropped out onto the floor and I was like well no I must to work I must complete my work <laughs> so. I said, don't look at me, my gla- one of my glasses, one of my lens is missing. It's in my pocket. I didn't, like, lose it. <laughs> I think, as I said, these are, these, are unpre- these are unprecedented times. I'm screaming. People she said understand the, world, the, the world struggle. I actually called, I called Specsavers and they said, if it's not urgent and it's all appointment booking. So it will probably take seven to nine days for them to get back to me with the replacement. That's so okay, I have to though. manage. Yeah, I have to manage. But can't you wear the glasses that you had before this prescription? You know what? I've actually completely forgotten that these are not my first pair. Thanks for the reminder. I completely forgot. Oh my God. Okay, clearly, (laughs) clearly I'm not with it. I will find them. (laughs) I will actually find them. I completely forgot I had another pair. Yeah, anyways, that was my... um, Why did we even start talking about glasses? Because I said beauticians opened, and you were like, "Oh, what's that?" Beauticians, yes, I need sight, and um, I can't get my nails done because of my line of work. So actually, the beautician thing doesn't really do me much. Oh, wait, it doesn't it? Doesn't it? Doesn't oh, yeah, do anything I, for I, me. I just remembered they're a lot more strict now because of COVID. Yeah, exactly. You know, I, I ran past barbers today, and I saw them wearing the visor. You know the the yeah. the. Yeah, they have to wear the visors now. So whoever's doing anything, just know that the accuracy might not be great because they can't come that close anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they have to social distance when they do your eyebrows. It seems. Yeah, and these people that are doing your eyebrows, they're, they're doing bare breath. 
but I miss I miss Felicia. Felicia's my brown lady. I miss her Aww. so much. Love her. Yeah, she'll be hopefully hopefully she's there's a gap in my eyebrows. Walking. Like when I when I go like this, you can see there's a I made a hole. So I decided to DIY my eyebrows, not as eloquently as Michelle done hers, but I done mine over <laughs> <laughs> I done mine with tweezers. So sometimes I, I do it with aggression. I'm like, why the fuck am I here? <laughs> to be honest, Veronica, I've actually told you. I, I told you, I know, because when you're doing stuff, you'd be out here as if you're fighting. It's you against you against the, the hair. <laughs> Bass bossing myself. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my <laughs> <laughs> but what I would want, we were literally just talking about this, but laser hair removal. Yes. So I would really like to try it. Like it just seemed like something that was so way out of pocket <laughs> when when it first became a thing. Mm. And when I first heard about it, I just thought this is for the this is for the wealthy. <laughs> this procedure is for the wealthy. I could never wish. afford it. Um yeah, I was like, I'm gonna have to get rich in order to get laser hair removal. Um, but I've actually just looked at it and it's, it's expensive, don't get me wrong, but actually I'm going to find out how long it lasts for. And hopefully with the whole situation and the fact that a lot of these places have not been earning much, this is so selfish of me to say, but I kind of hope that they discount their prices to try and incentivize people. But at the same time, they need money. <laughs> they need cash. So sorry to all the business owners listening. We do respect um, your hustle. Um, some of us, I will say, just we do respect the hustle. <laughs> yeah, no, no, absolutely respect the hustle. I have heard that some of the barbers have been charging like £25 for a haircut, whereas wow. it used to be 10 So I'm like, wow. <clears throat> we all, we all in this pandemic, can you calm down? <laughs> wow. <laughs> we were all here, you know? Wow. Yeah, man. Anyways, anyways, moving swiftly on. Moving swiftly on. I'm just, I keep on looking at my um, nail artist, who was meant to be my nail artist for my birthday. But as you know, I had a, well, you might not know. I had a quarantine birthday, um, which wasn't the best time. Which wasn't actually, it was actually, you know what? It was as good as it could be. Um, it was really good. Your 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 house party, um, was it a house? It was a Zoom party, not a house party. party. Yeah, your Zoom party was fantastic. Actually, I recall having. Huh? I, no, I, I shouldn't. I shouldn't be deprecating here. It was good. Let it me was, say it what was it actually, was. It was actually good. It was good. It was good enough for what it could be. Yeah, considering it was good, you had everybody present. You know, we had such a good laugh. We were watching Love Island. Whatever happened to that show? What was that show? Island. It wasn't. It was. It was that new one where you she can't have tangle. sex. Yeah, the one where you can't have sex or you can't touch each other. That Remember that one where they they, they had to yes, set the. Yes, that's play. too hot to handle. What, whatever happened to that? It dropped off. It's, it was season one. Remember? Oh, only, and then yeah. that was it. Yeah. Oh man. Everyone watched it, and then season one finished and done. Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense. I was gonna say I never, I literally after that one episode that we watched, which by the way I was lagging behind, and because I couldn't quite connect to Netflix party, so I probably ended up watching only fifteen minutes of it. (laughs) And then you guys were all in dialogue. There was a whole dialogue going on, and I was like, (laughs) "Yeah." (laughs) Meanwhile, I'm still trying to join the link. I am yelling. (laughs) I am yelling my final. I really year. struggled that day. I was like, "What's the point now? My food is cold because I've been trying to do this. It's just long." But yeah. Um. Ah, oh, the apps that we had to. Oh, we should see if we could. Ah, oh, so when we get to ten episodes, I was th- I was thinking 
hmm, what could we do? Because 10 episodes is 10 weeks of recording, which is, I decide I'm going to celebrate small wins. Um, maybe we Actually, could. I was, I was even going to celebrate going to five, but you know, we'll drag it on to 10. <laughs> we'll drag it on to 10. Nah, so like maybe we could do, so for my birthday, I had, um, I created a menu and we could we could roll out that menu and then maybe be like we could have a zoom party again with everybody well people that are listeners if they want to attend they can join our zoom party where you that sounds like an idea i've seen a few people do that actually a few of these you know up and coming um content creators do that to celebrate like milestones they are coming up they are coming up up and coming, guys. Support yeah. the hustle. Support the hustle. <laughs> no, that sounds like a shout, and I would definitely be down for that. Absolutely. Would it even need? To, yeah, well, I was you have say, to be down for it because you're you're helping me plan. <laughs> I would be taking. And I would be taking. Can you take annual leave of content creation? Michelle, 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 attendee. <laughs> You know when they say Veronica is when Veronica is the ad, the only admin in the chat because <laughs> I'm joining y'all later. <laughs> admin, admin, <laughs> let me in. Michelle, I just imagine you at the end going, "I'm ready." It's my bitch. Meanwhile, I'm doing oh. connection and logistics. No, I actually say, nah, nah, nah. I'm not. I'm not gonna sleep on the job. I won't sleep on the job. Not this time. I promised myself I'd never sleep on the job ever again. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh my oh, god. Okay, yeah. Oh. So for the tenth episode, we, Michelle and I will plan it. Meaning, I will plan <laughs> and give Michelle an action. And I will, list. And I will attend. <laughs> and I will attend. <laughs> Michelle updated actions list. No, 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 no. That is that is inaccurate information. We will plan and we will execute. Yeah, we will plan. Sorry, we need to. (laughs) We will plan so much. Like, do you? It's good. (laughs) We will plan and we will execute together. Wait, 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 stop. Okay, no, 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 please. Okay, okay, let me wait. Usa. <laughs> My belly actually hurts so much. Wow. <laughs> okay. Hmm. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> okay, when we get to 10 episodes. Oh, if we get to 10 episodes and 150, maybe we'll have like a 150 followers on Instagram. Maybe we'll have like a giveaway at the same time as well. <gasps> Oh my god, we're actually dreaming big out here. We're dreaming yeah, big. And I'm, I'm here for it. I'm we're at 104 at the moment, which is big. Like when you think about it, we're just two girls that no one really knows. Like we don't have that much of a platform outside yeah, of really our have... like direct people that we know. And like like yeah. it's like we, we actually like love the way you guys interact with the pods. Um we love seeing people like everyone that knows us um personally and doesn't know us personally just promoting it and just being like oh my god this is really good I'm looking forward to it and I think this is so good it makes me so happy it actually it makes, makes me really us happy. so happy oh, it, it really does so it does honestly like we're so grateful for the people who have actually engaged with our um pod and we are grateful for the ones that are about to are in the yeah. process y'all we see those you, people that haven't you. even found us yet mate you know what thank you guys in the future so if you're listening yeah. to this we're thanking you um but yes so today 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 
Today's the day. Today's the day. Um, I don't know why I'm breaking into song. This day off that I've had off of work has actually had me. Why do you have a day off? Is it because. Um, no, no. So basically, no, no, no. I have a day off because I'm working this weekend, and I didn't even know. That's that's to tell you that I'm. This week has actually just been they a bit actually, of they, 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 they informed me. Member of staff now. They, they, they informed me that oh, you're working this weekend, and I was like, oh yeah, I am. I knew that. <laughs> As my eyes were fluttering to the side, and then they were like, so you're off? Because I was like, why do you? Why have I have one random day allocated off? Wait, so you're working that means Saturday working. and Sunday. Yeah. No, how it works is that we work. Saturday if we're working we, the weekend working is like once every like four to six weeks and because you're not allowed to work more than 35.7 hours you're not allowed to work like on the, the contract says 35.37.5 hours a week right so they have to make so they have to make up for it in the sense that you get one day off which is 7.5 hours and then those wait the weekend working hours aren't even full so they aren't full days they're like okay five hours on each day so you do a 7.5 hour shift you get good and then you get like two that two hours extra like if you're working two days of like five hours each so 10 so that 2.5 hours i think it goes into like time off in lieu then you just have like a bank where you're just storing this time off in lieu and when it adds up to like you can take it off as a few hours or you can just you just right realize you get an email saying you've got some time off you should take it yeah it's not so bad yeah it's not so bad though like because it's no it's intense it's an intense few hours at work but maybe because I just like where I work and I'm used to it that it doesn't really like shock my system the way if it was a place that's like yeah you know what seriously I'm ready to quit I don't I like it I don't like weekend working but I like where I work that it doesn't feel so tasking I guess yeah so that's what I do that's what I do um (laughs) (laughs) um but yes anyways should we just fly in should we fly right right in like um deep dive inside the thing today we were talking about this because you know what right there was a time in my life where not so not so long ago where everything was now cancelled dead ass cancelled dead ass they are cancelled or you're cancelled now nah, she's cancelled he's cancelled what cancelled mm-hmm. um <laughs> and so we were just i don't even know what there was a conversation that kind of came up in our group chat and obviously i'm that friend who's number one disclaimer i am that friend who is lurking in the background of group conversations seeing yeah. the chat not engaging i'm always that person i always mm-hmm. have been probably always will be just because i'd be taking in the, the information i just don't necessarily have the time to respond when it's going on and then what's the point of me now coming in with my two cents the next day so, <laughs> so, so i just i just think <laughs> huh? i was creating a side turn Sorry, okay. I'm not. I'm not cheating. That my attention span is very small. Sorry about that. I was. I Michelle was wondering what you were doing. I was wondering yeah, what was you were doing. I'm sorry. <clears throat> I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry, Michelle. Let me be serious. But we were having this chat in it, um, and Veronica was ha- well, Veronica was engaging in the conversation, and I then messaged her on the side to be like, "Oh yeah, what did I even say?" I was like, "Oh, we should talk about this because actually, I've had." I see your point. I do have a few things to say about it. Mm. Um, and so that's what sort of spurned the conversation. And we kind of 
a few points were just does cancel culture actually like there's cancel culture but does it actually really exist because mm-hmm. we were talking about how make this certain makeup brand um that we subscribe to and we have products we've bought products from is we should, call it, we should with a, call it yeah we should call a spade a spade so this came out from like the jeffrey oh, yeah. morphe thing in it yeah oh yeah okay i'll let you i'll let you say because you you know exactly what's got what's um sort of gone on i was sort of lurking i kind of know so. because anyway so <clears throat> yeah so what happened was um this whole conversation about cancel culture came about because i'm not if you guys are into the makeup world i think that this example is based came about from in makeup but to be fair it can be applied across anything so there's mm. a lieutenant of the henchman of the apocalypse called Jeffree Star um, wow. resembles Lord Voldemort, also resembles a lizard. Um, so <laughs> a cross between the two with a blonde wig. Um, so I, as you can tell, I, I don't think favorably of him. Um, don't think favorably of him because uh, he has said some very, very, very nasty racist things towards black women and he constantly is pulled out for saying problematic things um constantly 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 um and yet he still manages to have a following anyway so there's another there's a youtuber called tati she done a video because she hasn't i don't really follow these people my my influences on my influences that i follow for uh makeup stuff this is not my brand but it, it, it was a trending video on youtube last week so Tati came out with a really long 40-minute video, but in the video, she basically said that Jeffree Star owns Morphe. Dun, dun, dun. And if you guys don't know, Morphe is an affordable American brand. They sell makeup brushes. They sell really good pigmented makeup as well. It's a really good gateway for people that can't really afford like the really, really expensive stuff, but um, want to get something that's also really, really good. Um, and everyone was like, oh my God, fam, I've got to cancel Morphe. Um, anyway, it turns out Jeffree Star doesn't actually own 50% of Morphe. He actually is just stocks by Morphe, which raised a different question as to, do we support people that still endorse people who, ha- who are not, who have said or do problematic things? So it's like, do, would we still support Morphe? Um, will we still buy stuff from Morphe? Will we still go to Morphe? Despite knowing that, like, each time you walk into the Morphe store in Stratford, Westfield, they stop Jeffree Star. So it's an important question from PR. <clears throat> right. So in my head, this is my rationale. So this this is my understanding. So Morphe is, yes, fine, not owned by Jeffree Star, mm. but still um, support Jeffrey Star in terms of they, they financially they aid his financial success. They aid his they, they promote him as a brand, which is what you, which is what you're doing by presenting and selling um, his his um, brand, his makeup, his whatever whatever he his products, right? So yes, he doesn't own the place, but you're still making money for him. You know, and he is—he's—he's he's known. Jeffrey Star is a known name in the makeup community, so you're not going to walk into Morphe. I don't necessarily look at the back of the thing to say, "Oh, this is a Morphe product," because Morphe stocks some other sort of brands in 
within itself. But sometimes I'm, I just look at what I like. And if that thing I like happens to be a James Charles or a Jeffree Star or Jacqueline Hill, I'm picking it up. So it's, it, to me, it's like, okay, so if this, if you are, if say for example, have Morphe cancelled in there, that's the thing, because I don't think that no. they've actually outright come out and said, so then they're just as bad, just mm-hmm. because he doesn't own it. I think they're just as he. It, to me, doesn't make a difference whether he owns it or not. Like if we are trying to cancel, um, if someone says, you know what, right, Jeffrey Star is cancelled, and because the reason he's cancelled is on is because of these principles. Like this is this. I'm against this, and this this man has done this, this, and this, and he's done this. I'm against this. Um, he is heavily affiliated with this brand. I. I think, unfortunately, it would have to be one of those indirect sort of situations where it's like, well, they're all one to me. They're all they might as well be one all one corporation that I just mm-hmm. need to cancel altogether. Because actually, if Morphe you're supporting this anti-black person, um, knowing he's anti-black, mm-hmm. um, and you have a huge black fan base, mm-hmm. um, then and and you you haven't because a lot of people would be like you know well, we have to wash our hands off you unfortunately we can't stock your items anymore but they're not actually coming out here in solidarity saying do you know what right this is wrong we shouldn't stop we're not going to stop we're not going to stock any of your items anymore you're cancelled they don't cancel no they're not canceling him one because he's making money for it for he's making money for them mm. we're not going to cancel morphe or the people outside this who would say oh he's cancelled um morphe is cancelled is morphe cancelled and people who say morphe is cancelled or would outright call morphe out for supporting my guy mm. um are we are we still using morphe's eyeshadows because those things are they're popping off but are we still using it how mm. what does cancelling mean for us in this context actual me actually mean like and i think that's kind of the conversation we wanted to explore like obviously yeah. the whole jeffree star thing makeup thing it's it's purely specific but it can be applied to all situations like there are countless times where people in positions of obscene power obscene power um do some really wayward shit and then it's never ever called up like okay you might it's it's like a momentary loss of social status and I also I always think like it reminds me that the people in society that are literally viewed as undesirable sometimes they are the people that feel the effect of cancelling more i'm not saying that you know people that do stuff that isn't cancel worthy like should like if you find you know there was like a whole situation that happened like a while ago like you know with nella rose on instagram instagram on youtube and stuff like Mm -hmm. if you personally find what nella rose done deplorable then you're well within your right as nella rose did say in her apology to be like nah fam i'm not fucking with her anymore like this thing that she said Mm -hmm. it really triggered me or this thing that she said like i'm not about it but then also it's also like who do we give forgiveness to how readily do we give forgiveness to these people like what people what are the people that are constantly like i basically think right there's a difference between cancelling which is cancel culture which is a amalgamation of like stan like stan culture language as well as like a phrase that was thrown out from like feminism and stuff like people people have just mashed a phrase together and created cancel culture which let me be honest like there's a difference in like accountability happening like for example r kelly r kelly is a is a rapist and then p 
Robert Kelly is is a pedo and a racist. Racist? A rapist. Apologies. Yeah. He's a pedo and a rapist. And so if Robert, calling him by his name, if people are like, yeah, found not fucking with him anymore. But what does that look like on a day-to-day basis? What does, does that look like okay. in your lives? You know yeah, actually, yes. Yeah. So let's let's so we're now gonna sort of like streamline what we're actually trying to talk about. What does it actually mean when you cancel someone? Mm. Um and should we does everybody I won't say deserve cancelling, but should we if if we then decide on what cancelling means to us, does everybody deserve to be cancelled? Mm. That's the, that's the, that's the two parts. So actually, in my opinion, cancelling means <laughs> for me personally, mm-hmm. that person ceases to exist to me. Mm. In like point blank period, I don't want to hear, I don't want to see, I don't want to smell, I don't want to sense, I don't want to taste, I don't want to touch. Whatever you are, whatever you endorse, whatever you um put forth whatever you create i don't care about you you cease to exist that's cancel for me because if you're thinking about literally cancel it's not oh reprimand temporarily Mm. they're cancelled we're not we're not about you anymore we used to be about you we used to stand you now zero you know Mm. um and absolutely robert kelly needs to be cancelled he's cancelled to me i don't even if i hear his music playing anywhere i block up my ears i don't want to hear it somebody tried to recommend like the music to me and have you heard this music i was like no yeah i was like no i haven't heard this before because not gonna lie i was never really a big stan of um robert kelly Mm. i never really i knew his music but i never really listened to it like that like actively went out of my way to search his music to be playing and jamming to i just happened to hear it and know it was him so it's very easy for me to be like yeah i'm sorry but i was never really a stan anyway so bye if this, mm. this is an easy decision goodbye to the hell you know mm. rotten hell whatever um and then that's what cancelling means to me you know um and so saying that there are some people in this world that have done some deplorable, despicable, unforgivable, like it's almost resounding. Like, I don't know how one can come back from the things they have done. And mm. people do deserve cancellation. And there's people who have done things that for the time they did it in, it was fairly normal. Mm. Un- very wrong. Wrong. It's like, given that it was wrong. Yeah. But, but now, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten years later, mm. it's now it's deplorable it's how can you how can she slap you know how can you how can you have done that <laughs> how could you have done that it's deplorable now but it's like do those people really deserve cancellation if cancellation is what we think it means mm. you know i agree i feel like i feel like no there's some people that you know, the shit that you've done was actually deplorable. But then that's, again, like, who made, I think that's another question. It's like, who made, who died and made me and you the the, 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 the angels of judgment? The yeah. angels of justice. Judge, jury. You, judge, exactly. jury, executioner. Who made us jury, judge, and executioner? Like, who died and made that us? So I don't even think that's even a question we could answer because unless you're, like, a victim or, like, you feel a personal type of way, then that's up to you. But... I feel like this whole conversation about a cancel culture that people love to say like, oh my God, he's been canceled. I feel as if people also weaponize what it means to be canceled. 
Does that make sense? Like, it's like, oh my God, are you going to cancel me now? Are you going to cancel me? Where it's like, cancelling actually has, like, for the majority of people, holds no social, it holds no social currency. Mm. Like, okay, you've done, okay, if, if you say something deplorable, and I call you out for saying something deplorable, and people are like, I do not want to go with this person again because they've said something deplorable. Yeah, yeah. Surely yeah. this is, like, a right, like, you should be using tutus to be thinking to yourself, rah, like, maybe I shouldn't be saying this shit because it sounds dumb. Like, you should be using tutus to be thinking to yourself, rah, like, this is mad. I shouldn't actually be speaking like this. Or I shouldn't actually say something like this. Like, anyway, people, I think people like lack introspection. I think people like introspection bears. Absolutely. I mean... For the time, that's the thing. Like some people, well, it depends on who they are. There's certain things I'm like, I don't know how you, in this 2020, in this whole year of 2020, you do something that is cancelable. Like that's cancelable behaviour. And then you've been out opening your eyes, being surprised when people are reprimanding you. And, you know, as I call it, social exile. That's what, that's what cancellation means to me. You become exiled socially, you know? Mm. You lose that, you lose um, your street cred, I guess, mm. in society. Um, and so, yeah, absolutely. If you're, if you're, you know, you should know better in a time where you should know better, um, but you, for whatever reason, act ignorantly, then absolutely cancelled because you are, you are equipped with the information, you know. Mm. Um, and then, there's other times. I mean, do although some people say this, there's an example that somebody gave, like. My issue with cancellation anyway is that it takes away the person's, like you're robbing the person, not robbing the person, you're taking away the person's, um, I wouldn't even say ability. Like they might want to, they might have changed. Like the person that they were might not be the person that they are right now. Are you okay? Hello? Sorry. Sorry, guys. Um, as you can see. Um... Attention span is in the bin. It's okay. They forgive you. <laughs> By they, I mean me. <laughs> no, but like, do you not feel like that takes away the person's, like, the great, like, we remove grace by cancelling certain people or cancelling people? I wouldn't say even certain people, cancelling in general. Um, if the person isn't who they used to be. Okay, but then this is the thing, that. right? Okay, so this is the thing. As I'm going to quote this person's name, as Sarah Haggy wrote for for time magazine the problem cancel culture became so central to the discourse in 2019 even president obama right um waiting on it da 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 the she was like um the idea of cancel culture is is that others often deem you if others deem you problematic you automatically lose your currency your voice yeah. is silent you are done those who condemn cancel culture usually imply that it's unfair and indiscriminate right so, mm-hmm. and then she was like, the problem with this perspective is cancel culture isn't real, which I agree. At least not in the way that people believe it is, which I agree. Instead, it turns into a catch-all for when people in power face consequences for their actions or they receive any type of criticism that they're not used to. Then she talks about the way marginalised groups interact with cancel culture. We'll put this up on our little infographic. But mm-hmm. I personally think that like, okay, so you know like when somebody... 
I think this is more so, this is a good conversation on just justice and like different, what justice looks like for marginalized people, right? So um, if somebody has like changed their life around, done completely different things, because I don't believe, I don't believe in like a carceral system that like if you're bad before and you haven't consistently, you're, you're not like, okay, you're not like Oliver Jeffrey, who's yeah. consistently doing lizard energy lizard energy lizard energy he'll do lizard energy because even the people the reason why i say like jeffree star even though like i think he's smart enough now not to come out and say anything wayward but then with the thing about him is that he also he interacts with people that are also wayward so you're like how far has your waywardness left you because birds of a feather truly flock together if you're interacting and if all the people that are around you that you're constantly being associated with every single day that person has something that's coming out against them Birds yeah. of a feather are really flocking together. Flocking so together. like, so like, how far have you changed? It's like Donald Trump saying like, even though Donald Trump like regularly, <laughs> this isn't even like a no cap, but he has a very prolific past, right? And if he still hangs around the people that are like, even though he might be, oh, Donald Trump's a very bad example, but like, I'll give you an example, like some random person that's like, they, they claim that they've changed their life around, but mm -hmm. you're still going in the spaces that you would have been had you not changed your life around. Is that really changing your life around? Have you not, have you just performed forgiveness or performed the, the thing you're meant to do in order to be different rather than actually yeah. being different? Because actually yeah. being different isn't a destination, but performing difference is a destination. Like actually being different is a journey. It doesn't stop. But performing difference, you can, you can measure that by metrics. <laughs> like you can measure that by saying, yeah, when, after I've done I was this, right, yeah. mm. I will have done da 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 da. But then pe true people know that like, whenever you're trying to change something, especially when you know something that's so ingrained within you, like, maybe you might have been one of these people that before back in the day used to be like really really homophobic it's not enough now just to say just to not say homophobic shit you actually have to change your thought process behind what you caused you to, yeah. to, to be to think such homophobic things in the first place you actually yeah, have you to would even find yourself in pitfalls as well that's yeah thing. I, think that, I guess that's, i don't say i don't say homophobic running. stuff anymore but there's actually something wrong with the way I think about it still. Yes. Like I might have more compassion now. However, I would act differently. And in this context, I would react this way. And it's like, why am I, why have I reacted this exactly. way? I'm no longer that. No, it's like, it's a journey. You have to, it's a journey of unlearning and mm. relearning. Exactly. And you have to really be thinking about like, you have to be thinking about like, are we performing getting to this destination of like, okay, that there's, there's certain things you shouldn't be doing. Like you shouldn't actually be saying that homophobic shit, that should be a bare minimum. But mm -hmm. are you just not saying homophobic shit in certain spaces because you know you're going to be called out? Yes. But, yes. but like, actually you're still having those homophobic, like disgusting thoughts in your thought process. You're never analyzing them. You're never reading like why they would even be there because usually, when you have those thoughts that are oppressing you as well as oppressing and harming the other people that actually mm. uh, that actually are gay that are like that do that are like i don't want to use the word like someone raised a really important conversation on like using the term identify as because it makes it's like reductive and that's something i didn't mm. even know before but like when you know something i'm like no longer using the term oh this person identifies as x because that's like saying this person was put on a spider-man suit to identify as spider-man 
they if somebody is if somebody is like they don't identify as queer they are queer they don't identify mm-hmm. as trans they are trans it is a thing make like, it look like they tick they've ticked the box they tick, to they be what the they need to, to say like, yeah maybe today i will be and that goes i will be whole, this yeah, yeah it goes to that whole sickening narrative of like i don't like, identify as human i am i'm human, human. <laughs> do you exactly. know what i mean i don't i'm human like i feel as if this is a good like conversation on like the language that you use to affirm people but that's a segue but I was yeah that's a saying, segue i was kind of thinking about like the way i was kind of thinking about the way that we might approach um like for example like homophobic thoughts and stuff you might have been cancelled before for saying homophobic but homophobic things but have you ever sat down to realize like are you just not saying the shit because you don't want to be cancelled or are you actually unpacking that shit? Because unpacking is actually a very personal thing. Okay, you can talk to people to find stuff out. Okay, you can like, you know, have conversations. But the majority of unpacking shit is actually very, very personal. It's going into the... Because your your journey as to how you got to that be that level is also very personal to you. No one else lives your life. So how you got to have those thoughts, okay, there might be similarities with John Jack john jim and jones whatever but your story is personal and actually that's now that you've just said that i think a lot of people and in this because in this i would call it like a hyper aware society that we're in right now mm-hmm. i do believe that a lot of us myself included are guilty of performative change Mm. and some for some people like because I can I there are times in my life where I'm just like where I've been like I don't think my mind has changed but definitely my expression of the ignorance has changed I don't want to express now that I know it's ignorant I don't want to express it I need to try and understand why I think the way it is and a lot of that work is being done behind closed doors but there was a point in time where I just decided to stop saying shit that would get me cancelled exactly yeah and I think like what's that what's that phrase right where it's like no harm done so it's like, oh, there's a phrase, there's a phrase that's like, oh, well, it couldn't be worse. It's something along the lines, it kind of means it couldn't be worse. So like mm. we're using the whole thing about like, oh, this thing is broken. I'm just not going to even say it because I used to be the same as well. Like I'm like, yo, um, everything that's coming out of my mouth is wrong because yes, everything that is coming out of your mouth is wrong. Like stop attaching your ego to the fact that like you've actually been steeped in a system that teaches you homophobia transphobia it teaches mm. you how to be racist like it's it's fucking like when i actually think about it i think about the people that actually say like i have never picked up a book on anti-racism or uh, or um or i've never picked up a book on anti-racism i've never picked a book on like L- i'm just um love, I, or like uh queer phobia homophobia transphobia I've never picked up any literature on understanding these things. However, I've never even spoken to people past like passing conversations about these things. However, um, and even though I'm in a society that actually teaches me that people that are marginalized are less than through the images I see every single day. And maybe I might not um, identify as all those images, but it teaches me that such, such and such people are less than, and I'm not making an active effort to actually ever change my viewpoint on how this thing is coming across, but don't worry. I am not, I am not racist. I am not homophobic. I am not transphobic. Don't worry. But like, even though I'm steeped in this system and this is what I see every single day and I haven't made an effort to actually change it, I'm actually not like that. You sound stupid. Mm. You sound stupid. Like the first step is like removing your ego and realizing like, okay, yeah, the system might be the problem, but we also take part in the system. We are part of the system. Yeah. 
So what, it's, it's called it's called affecting change. It's called affecting change, like, and it's called accountability. Yeah, doing something about it. Yeah, mm-hmm. doing something about it. You know, so it's not enough. So it's not enough for me it's to just enough. stop saying You're... ignorant shit. I should yes. call out ignorant shit. It's not enough for me yeah. to just say ignorant shit. I should n- learn why the thing, I, the shit I'm saying, is ignorant in the first place. Exactly. So that way, it's like it's like it's you know when you say oh um oh. There's, there's acting, doing something, just there's the doing and understanding why you're doing it. You're most mm. likely to under, remember, even in exams, why does this body part function this way? Oh yes, w- this happens. So this cell connects to this cell and this cell releases this cell. Why does it release it? You are most likely to remember and internalize that knowledge when you know why it does it rather mm. than the fact that it does it. Mm-hmm. You know, so that logic yeah. applies here. Absolutely. Mm. So yeah. Um, you but anyway, know, and especially when like, especially when the price of not knowing is literally people's lives, and that isn't that isn't even an over exaggeration. It's mm. hitting the nail on the head. The price of you staying on that the the horse of ignorance. I don't even. I mean this even to myself. I mean this to everyone listening. But the price of ignorance is a depreciation in your someone else's life and a depreciation in the quality of somebody else's life you know why because it aids the system of oppression so it's like the price of me staying ignorant is somebody else's life having a lower quality and being shorter because there's no like all the statistics prove that like literal like discrimination lowers like your it lowers your life yeah i was actually reading an article this morning about um the i think it was by the uk black farmers association or some affiliates affiliates anyway where they said and it literally it connected in in the the way it was written um the loss of lives like the disproportionate loss of lives in the um black and um minor minorities ethnic minorities um deaths due to covid and a part of it was just like because of the way you know like the discrimination within that happens to the i call it bame but yeah i say bame actually because we there was bame disproportionately dying um because of that discrimination but like, we're less likely to actually voice our concerns mm. even when we recognize these concerns so mm-hmm. uh, there's not enough ppe there's not enough this there's not enough that this is you know people are i'm having symptoms but people aren't taking me seriously because the health system that. isn't taking me seriously mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then people are that, that literally this is how life. ignorance this is legit how ignorance and discrimination leads to death it, it kills, kills people. people because it's Truly like, I, people. I know that because you're so ignorant to believe that like you you don't you've showed me like 13 other times and much um, much less serious or even more serious situations because sometimes you know like PPE let's just use the PPE example of course it's like very very serious for healthcare professionals mm-hmm. but generally um, like okay so maybe it was a patient's life which is probably even more immediate than the long-term effects of not having PPE because a patient's life not like but you're you're not believing me about this patient right now you're asking secondary opinion but you've asked someone junior than me for a secondary opinion and even though that's a viable way but I've, no- I've noticed you have a pattern of doing this thing where you don't believe me and you don't believe the thoughts that are coming out of my mouth and I've come to realize that you're more likely to believe a counterpart that looks like you who is white yeah so and also why there's the also hell would like I discrimin- to you about PPE because you're not listening to me yeah and it's not even you're not it's like you don't the, the, that whole believing is like I think you're 
also underestimate my ability. Oh, yeah, or underestimate my ability to understand ability to understand the situation i'm faced with mm-hmm. like i'm telling you i think different here's an example and this is if i'm putting it into context i'm maybe working with a patient and I, this patient is exhibiting some symptoms that are concerning to me and i'm flagging it up it's mm-hmm. like maybe you think that my ability to assess this patient is is like less than your ability and you might not see oh they're fine I'm telling you something is off here. You're telling me it's fine. And then this cascades onto something small, severe. And it's like, I, but I told you in the first place that this was an issue, but you don't believe me because maybe you think that I don't know what I'm doing. You do think I'm less intelligent than you, mm. you know, people who look like you. So it's like where, so it was literally like this level of ignorance can actually, I see that equating to loss of life. And that's to that. And that actually has, has to stop. And it's like, how do we even do that? But that's a different, that's a different conversation. Mm. That's an entirely different conversation. But anyway, we've really cycled off the cancellation, cancel culture. No, it's the same. Genuinely. Oh, actually, no, it's not the same. <laughs> yeah. No, but to be honest, I think that this is a, it, it's going to, of course, like be like a, what you call a mind map or whatever, a spider diagram. We're going to be um, jumping, deviating jumping. from the conversation a little bit. But yeah, um, absolutely. Just circling back. Um, I do, I think I'm more, and if I had to say, where, where am I on the scale of should we cancel, or is, is cancellate or cancel culture, is it actually, a, uh, is it the right approach to take when it comes to reprimanding and the rehabilitation of people? Mm-hmm. And I don't think that's the case. I think when you socially, ex- although yes, we're not doing it to the degree and to the extent that we, that it should be done in, do you, you know, some people some are cancelled for two weeks. to be cancelled? Oh yeah, absolutely. There's some people who, because if I, if I, me as an individual, I know who made me judge, jury and executioner, but if I decide, if I, and maybe the masses and like this person is, they have no redeeming qualities. They haven't, you can see that they're not, they have not changed. You can see they still, they still affiliate with the people who propagate, promote, and you know, who allow them to be that problematic person that they are so so you know show me your friends i'll tell you who you are whatever whatever that sort of saying it's like mm. you're still around these same people who do this exact same things you got cancelled for so have you really changed mm-hmm. um and if you're still actively doing the things that you were cancelled for you have not changed you absolutely deserve to be cancelled clearly you don't see that there's an issue with what you're doing mm. um and yeah so people who i deem as unredeemable because they have shown that they're not it's not like i've just made the decision that you know what right i just feel like they should not be redeemed they are unredeemable and it shows in their character and their actions absolutely cancelled but i think that the people who i think in my opinion there's a there's that that's a bit skewed i think there are more people who i personally believe shouldn't be cancelled they absolutely should be reprimanded i don't think that they should be all the way cancelled to what cancellation means Mm -hmm. i think that you know, for example, we're talking about Nella Rose. I don't think that she should have been cancelled in any way. I think that absolutely the fact that what she said came to light is like, she's not the same person she was. So the, mm. the level of vim and the fact that she lost, you know, family in that time and people actually use that as, an, as a not more, not even reason, they use that as ammunition to attack her. Yeah, it was like see. she's not she's not the same person she was six seven years ago those things were you lot that are throwing the stones here you know in the bible where it says whoever's not he has no sin you pick up a stone and th- have you have you or a lot of these people like, that are I here saying think, i can't tell them. Like, you've done it before mate, it's just you're just not you're not out here like that you're not under the public eye no one's probably going to find your tweets where you tweeted that years back mm. so you won't get cancelled mm. but you're, you're happily throwing a stone mm. 
you know yeah I agree I agree and I also think it's like the type of vim that people reserve for black women like it's not it's not to say that like you know the bad things have, haven't happened to black men when things have been cancelled like or when 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 they have been quote unquote cancelled but the type of vim that is specifically reserved for black women like I'm not also not like this is also a thing right I I do not condone what Nella Rose said in her in her past life okay fair mm-hmm. enough like you know like she was younger she was this da, 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 da. I don't condone it I'm a, ba- I'm a I'm a fan of the babe I really love her she gives me care carefree loud black girl I love that brand it's my favorite I really brand like her I really because, like her yeah. bruh the people that I've always been told to shut up like and have been literally like the amount of shit that like loud black girls go through like the amount of shit that they go yeah, through society wants to humble us I don't know society what we did to wants you. To, and even <laughs> even the like the ones that also look like they're from the hood as well the ones mm. that speak like they're from the hood as well i can't code switch or don't want a fucking code switch like those ones the way that society has reprimanded them from the from from childhood when i see a loud black girl being loud black violently loud and black aggressively loud and black and whoop nah are you dumb i fucking I subscribe stand to that her. energy yeah. i subscribe to that oh energy. i love her oh, i love her i, love I, just, her. I find her there's so many of her memes that i in my head when i see such so so situations i can relate i can relate it to an expression crazy. she's made yeah. I can relate yeah. it. i'm just like <laughs> <laughs> exactly they, they, you know what i mean that one really cracks me up sorry we're doing we're doing bare nella roses but like we're on zoom so you guys can't see but nah legitimately um like aside from that i don't i don't condone what she said like you don't have to even though like it was quote-unquote fashionable to be going through a period of hating dark skin girls you don't have to do that to know who you are like and yeah, she, yeah. she's accepted accountability for it that was one of the like she, she also has another reason why i really like her brand is she has a lot of integrity and like i also have to examine who in my life do i allow to be flawed people don't mm. allow black women to have flaws they don't they don't allow black women to have flaws. Like the type of black women that can have flaws, if you actually look at their track record, they're actually doing hashtag excellent. They just, one day they got a C. Those are the type of people that are allowed to have flaws. They're, they're like, and so I think it's important to like realize the type of vim, the type of energy that people specifically reserve for black women. Um, like it, it, it's, it's like, it's carnal. Versus like your, your, your regular, uh, what, what did David, David Starkey say? Wait, 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 let me, let me do it. <clears throat> you, you cannot call slavery genocide because, because so many damn blacks survived. Like you wouldn't call it genocide. There's so many damn blacks didn't survive. Hmm? You didn't, you didn't see that. He done it on a Zoom where he was talking about like history. This, by the way, he's a famous historian in the big, big UK. You didn't see that. Sorry, guys. Michelle's my silence shocked. is I'm dumbfounded. Michelle, Michelle just <laughs> I'm dumbfounded. Huh? You didn't see that. I didn't see that. Yeah. You, oh. You cannot, you, you cannot. You cannot call it. You cannot call slavery genocide because there wouldn't be so many damn blacks. He actually said there wouldn't be damn. so many damn blacks. Where is he today. now? Oh, he, he got fired from his honorary position in a university. Is that stopping that man's bag? No. He's, you know, and you know what? His, his apology was something along the lines of, 
that was the wrong environment to say that in. Not that he apologizes. Oh. Not that he apologizes. I can't even remember. Let me actually get his apology up because I want to do him justice. Uh, me, me, myself, I'm gonna get it off as well. What? David Starkey. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he said he apologizes for his clumsy, his clumsy um, slavery comment. This man is 75 years old. Um, yeah, he said he apologized. So many damn blacks survive. He, he apologized wow. deplorably for inflammatory words. They're not words. They're your, uh, like, okay, he said his discussion about slavery was a very bad mistake. It's not a mistake. This is actually what you think. He is literally, oh yeah. Yeah, you just, it's a mistake that it came out your mouth. Bruh, literally a lecturer at Cambridge. Literally Ugh. a lecturer at Cambridge. Like, no. literally a, a, a lecturer at Cambridge is able to say that. He used the phrase, so many damn blacks. Like, because he said that you can't call, like, it, by that. <sighs> okay, so like. Even as a historian, right, you know the amount of black lives that were lost through slavery and colonialization. That 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 number is like wild. You know the like the, the people that were, in fact, the people that made it to America, those were even the good ones. If you went to South South America, like they people literally had like a three-week sh- shelf life. That isn't even a joke. Like if you if you went to Brazil, three-week shelf life. Like three, I, I don't know if it's three weeks, but it's like a really short amount of time. I'll put it in the actual factuals. Um, but like, yeah, um, enslaved people that went to South America, they, they, they literally like, it was even worse. It was. You see, somebody worse. like him, I would want to cancel. I, exactly. Like him, and then you I'd look at that and you're just like, oh, canceled. I just lost canceled. my job. No, 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 no. Yeah, somebody like him absolutely cancelled. No, I think, look, I think it's in his blood it's in his blood now he's not changing the man that Mm. man's not changing the man is not changing the man has the where he is now in his life i don't care what anybody says like yeah he's 75 yes yeah Mm. you know give or take 20 years i think and he's even his apology that's somebody who in my if i try and extrapolate i don't think that person is actually redeemable Mm. like you've said that your your ignorance just jumped out that's what happened it came out it's always been there it's probably always going to be there it just Wait, I'm sorry, I'm just reading more of his um, apology. He added, I'm very sorry and I apologise unreservedly for the offence it caused. Okay. Um, Moreover, this misunderstanding of my words in no way reflects my views or practice on race. Then he done the, oh, I have a black friend. So now you're correcting semantics. Ah. He's correcting the semantics, not the... <laughs> he doesn't even know how to... He doesn't know how to apologise because he doesn't actually believe he's sorry. He believes he that... He doesn't. Like, that's how you actually know because if someone is sorry, they won't apologise for the words they've used and the way you might have interpreted it. They apologise and they actually say what they're going to do. Like, look, look at his... Look at his... Um, the rest of his apology. I have lived and worked happily without conflict in multicultural London where Kensington and Chelsea... Yeah, let me stick me chat shit before, that's why. Or literally lives in Kensington and Chelsea for almost 50 years. And I spend most of the podcast discussing biculturalism. What the fuck is that? Um, as a key success of Britain's multicultural society. Okay, so you're now bringing your accolades this way. So what do you want? A medal? Oh... Yeah. Oh. Oh. This is a good thing that happened. Harper Collins expressed a has it. Oh, publisher Harper Collins said he had expressed abhorrent views and added it will no longer publish publish his books. 
no, 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 wait, his actual statement. Slavery was not genocide because otherwise there wouldn't be so many damn blacks in Africa or Britain, would there? An awful lot of them survived. Thanks. Ah, oh, gee, Willikus. <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay, wait, 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 look. As Just because you can wipe us all out. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> As for the idea that slavery is a kind of ter- terrible disease and dare not speak its name, it only dare speak its name, Darren, because we settled it 200 years ago. He basically said, what are you talking about? Stop talking about this slavery shit. It, it happened It's 200 years ago. Like, we're clearly not suffering from the same it. shit again. Yeah, we fixed it. Yeah, we fixed it. Like, y- y'all, y'all not slaves and, like, so many of you survived, so... So we should now thank you. Thank you, Sir Darren. Appreciate it. Sounds wow. Great. But then that's the thing. That's that level of... the thing. Oh. And it's because people still don't understand. I'm like, that is such a... Priv- like, that statement, it just smells like privilege. It stinks Bro. like privilege. Imagine, like, he could say something He could say something like that and the only... Even though, like, losing your jobs it, and, like, no one publishing your books is a big thing. But, like, if that had happened, if a black person had said something as abhorrent, as disgusting as that, which no person should be saying, black, white, Asian, um, Native American, wherever, like, we shouldn't be saying that. But if a black person had said that, do you think they'd still have CBE beside their name? Honey, well, look, he literally said, he said, oh, what are you talking about? We did, it's not genocide, we didn't whack them all out. Like, that was a while ago in, in, in layman's terms <laughs> in layman's terms like what are you talk about genocide we didn't wipe them Te- technically if we're talking about genocide it's about wipe out we didn't wipe them out there's still some of them flowing around he literally oh, said that he just, said that there wouldn't be so many damn blacks and then his apology said i have lived in multicultural britain which is how i know that even in a multicultural london which is how i know he lives in those pockets of london that he only sees like one other one other person that's not white every 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 so often he doesn't interact with people who would want to interact with him anyway like sometimes when i say this sometimes when we have that statement of like people from marginalized groups should interact with people from um with should interact with people from like positions of power yeah, I that's just not feel really a bit very weird. comfortable yeah it's not comfortable it's actually <laughs> not comfortable it's actually you're very, just very staring at each other like this. This is, and then, or then all of a sudden, you, you, <laughs> as, as the marginalized group, you feel the need to shuck and jive. God forbid. Yeah. Shuck and jive, shuck and jive, shuck and jive, shuck and jive. It's not, it's not, it's not comfortable. I'm, I'm very triggered by that statement of no. shuck, and, shuck and jive. No, but I remember the time that I was asked it. to dance, and I, I can't. Wait, in front of you. Don't talk about it. I don't talk about it. Remember. You remember my stint when I'm in my summer job when I came in? Ah! Said, <laughs> they called you Uncle Tom. I don't want to be the, I want to party. Someone said, Oh, do this. No. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, my God. I hate another life. story for another day. <laughs> Are you being serious? Remember, oh, oh, oh. I talked about this. I came in with like my hair. Long, I think I had like a long oh, wig. The wig like fucking suffered. And then and I and I literally I changed my hair and I came in. They were like, Oh my god, you look a bit like, like Beyonce. I was like, nah. the only black person they know in the middle of the shop. You're like, I do this, uh oh, oh. me myself. I didn't know what else to do. I was so uncomfortable. So I do this. Oh, 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 oh dear Lord. That still haunts me to today. Oh my god, Michelle, I'm so sorry you had to do that. <laughs> it was the most uncomfortable experience. No, but, like, that I didn't I didn't know, I didn't know how to act. <laughs> 
Mate, you know, like, okay, so, like, you know, like, loads of black people love to say that, like, I'm screaming, Michelle, I have shucked and jived before. I'm not going to lie, I have shucked and jived too. It's disgusting. Like, I can't, I don't want to just, like, pull myself into, like, acid. <laughs> I literally, I feel so dirty after I said I've done, I've done, I've done, I've done my people wrong. How, how the hell did I? Why didn't I just go? <laughs> no, nah. no, but you know, like, okay, so you know, like sometimes you're like seeing these things about slavery, and then everyone's like, no, if that was me, I, I, I would have, I would have wiped them all with a cutlass. Even though there were many, many slave revolts, mm-hmm. like and many, many mm-hmm. times against imperialism, where like um, Westerners would come to Africa, Asia, um, the Caribbean, there were many, many instances of slave revolts. But, you know, some people were like, oh, no, if it was me, um, you know, I would never, ever tolerate that. I would, you know, I, I, I would get that man that's whipping me and, like, whip him down. And, and oh, even no. if he kills me, I'm doing it. And I realised, I'm like, yo, you are actually put into many situations like that on a daily basis. What do you do? More likely than not, you find some way to comply. Your biggest resistance that you could do is just shut up and not do anything. And not do anything, literally. You, you won't you, call it out. You people rarely out. call it out. People rarely call it out. So you're telling me that you'll use your big, big strength and I'll go and whip, whip the slave master instead of you to no, manage... my dad was telling me <clears throat> I've been in or something that there was resistance, like, when they came. Because, like, mm-hmm. my dad was... We're talking about this whole, like, um, a lot of... I mean, I'm not trying to be... This is not going to be divisive in any way, but then there's that well-known, oh, you sold us for mirrors conversation that happens between Africans and Caribbean people. And the reason why there's that there's that, that discourse, so, you know, some people's just justification for the discourse and why the Caribbean white Caribbean people don't like African people is because they think that we sold them for mirrors. Like we willingly did it because we wanted a mirror. That's an, uh, I've been told that, you know, by a Caribbean someone that was from Jamaica before. Like they, I was like, why why don't we like each other? Like, and then this was this was an example that was given. And I was having this conversation. He was like, there was there were there were resist there was actually there resistance. Was so like what king what king? There was even a king. I think it was Oba Benin actually Oba of Benin that actually did when they did come and he said no they actually imprisoned him they they dethroned this guy and they took him to a prison in I don't even know exactly where it was like he did not want to sell his people you know and he was revolting but they still they had more power at the end of the day they had more power they said okay you don't want to comply come we're they just gonna arrest you we'll put you in jail and then mm. we'll just take over your kingdom what May and I think that like it's imp- really important that like especially as black people we focus on our stories of resistance because we weren't like this whole thing I'm not my ancestors one one your ancestors who actually just managed to I, I regularly think about slavery and I'm like oh that wouldn't have been me I would have seen the conditions that people would have been going through and I'd be like <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I wrote every time. They got bye. The the people, the, the descendants of um enslaved people. I'm like yo, like the type of vim, the type of persistence, the type of preservation that's in your DNA. It's unheard of. It's unheard of. The type of pres mate, the type of preservation that's in people's DNA. Like we were literally colonized. People stripped our identity, burnt down our lands, burnt down our sacred spaces. And we still find the time now to resist and tell you, ah, oh, right, like, I actually don't want you to actually say that to me. Do you know how much resistance is in your body when you say, I don't want you to say that to me, or when you call someone out? Do you know how much, like, how many years of conditioning you're going against when you're like, yo, I'm either going to stay here and I'm going to be silent? There's so many years of conditioning, like, and there's so much power in blackness. I genuinely believe that, <laughs> period. But, like, oh, there's so- there's so much power in blackness and like 
people be talking as if, as if like, you know, like every, like within every culture, they're wayward people. But even the, even the whole thing about waywardness, I don't even think that people truly knew what was happening to their people across the seas. You just knew that when oh, they yeah. left, they would never come back. They never came back. They never yeah. came back. Do you, do you think that like mothers that were stripped of their kids and <clears throat> then afterwards went on another ship with, do you think that's okay? Do you think by the time that they were in these slave ports and like stacked up one, one person against each other, one person against each other, not eating, not sleeping, peeing, pooing, period, oh, and in the same building. Do you think that those people were like, mm-hmm. rah, this is fantastic. Mate, like stop this whole like, oh, there was no resistance or people didn't care. Like look at the fragmentation. Anyway, we ended this. On a... Very nah. I actually no. My mind is this, this. This is mad. I'm so like I feel triggered. I feel highly triggered. No. I'm um, <clears throat> yeah, because is this man, Mister Darren? No. I just David I just Darren. What's David. his name? David. David. David Darren. Darren David Daniel. Oh, his middle name is Robert, like Robert Kelly. Oh, here we go. I'm not naming my child that name. Sorry to all the Roberts out there. I'm not, I'm sure it's not your name. Um, but yeah, so, wow, we've really kind of gone off, but to be honest, we just go where the conversation takes us, guys, honestly. Um, what? Were you going to tell me the duration? No, 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 so, like, his picture on LinkedIn is a picture when he was in LSC, and I'm like, this man looks nothing, nothing alike. What, is he aged? Has he yeah, aged? He's aged, but like you know, when people age, at least they keep some of their facial features, so they kind of look the same. You know what I mean? It doesn't crazy. always go like that, you know. Sometimes some people really age different. Nah, but even when the people that age different, you still be like, okay, that was you back in the day. Like I could see, kind of. True. You get at least see similarity see in the eyes. Like, it's his evil like ways that have really come to come and morph his well, face. They've, they've come to drape him up. Honestly, but yeah. um I'm screaming. So, anyway, yeah. So, so he can be cancelled, absolutely. Um, I think the my take if we if we just like go off of um in summary, it's it's quite a short like discussion actually when you really think about the cancel culture. I think that some people do deserve to be cancelled, um, but when we're cancelling people, we need to try and understand. Like, there needs to be a bit more, I would say, compassion. Mm-hmm. understanding and actually like just take take each each um situation as it comes like it, it can't be blanket they've done this cancel like try and understand the situation yeah. around the fact you know like what should they be cancelled why are we cancel them also if you're cancelling people please let's do it with our chest as well like sometimes you know if for example going back to morphe just for a second if we said okay morphe's cancelled please cancellation means stop using their product you know, put your money where your mouth is. If you're cancelling somebody, go do it with your chest. You know, for you R. Kelly fans out there, okay, that cancel R. Kelly, that like, oh yeah, what he did is deplorable, what he did is abhorrent. The man should write in jail. Yet when one of when confessions comes on, you you start your legs start to zonto. Have you, 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 you that hypocrisy there? I'm calling it out right there. You're you're lying to yourself. You're not lying to me. You're lying to yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to sound like Here anybody's you. mother. Just letting, just letting y'all know out here, right? When I say I've cancelled R. Kelly, don't even play any of I don't care how nice his music is. The person is abhorrent to me. His music is also abhorrent to me. Because what's he singing about when he talks about um, bedroom things? Children? Dead Children. that. He's... 
Cute. disgusting. I can't, I can't connect with that stuff. There's perversion in your music. And I don't want I don't want any part of it. What were you saying, V? Now I was gonna say that, like, yeah, I think, but I do think the way our conversation has meandered looks at the way that different different things intersect with cancel culture. We spoke mm-hmm. about the fact that like cancel culture in the way that people know it to be actually isn't quite real. Like even if mm-hmm. we take the David Starkey thing, for example, you we can have a choice of not to interact with something. Like we, we can call it something different. I don't believe that we should always be using the term cancel, but maybe we could use something different. Like I don't want to interact with David Starkey or his works again, even though mm-hmm. his work has definitely like embedded like British, the way the British people think in terms of mm-hmm. a lot of his work was on the Tudors and shaped understanding of people's of the Tudor times um but I still do think that like I don't want to interact with his work again because his views have shown me that he, he it's harmful to people that look like me um mm-hmm. and it's harmful to people that are like me and so um I don't particularly like interacting with things that cause me to lower my existence in life I kind of do that mm-hmm. myself with my sugar addiction when I say sugar, I literally mean sugar. <laughs> there was a time this girl didn't drink water. Oh my God, here we go. She was anyway, just, like, so... I, I, I genuinely week. believe that what Please caused... It was thick, thick Ribena. Her blood was actually slightly purple. Thick Ribena. Because this girl never drank water. Me. She drank water, yes. Deoxygenated. Um, <laughs> she drank... <laughs> Drag this girl. Imagine, never, no, 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 I, but like if I was going around with deoxygenated blood, I would have been a zombie. Like, exactly. <laughs> no, but this girl actually never drank water and it used to bother me. Like, sometimes I'd want to spike, I would spike, try to spike your ribbon and put a bit more water in it to make it more dilute. Actually, she actually, I was like, How do you, how? But now she drinks like, water. No, I, I drink water now, but like, I was actually toxic, raw, like toxic, but 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 seven years ago. Remember the juices. Juice. If there was no juice in the house, Veronica is actually irate. There's nothing else you can do. She's just walking around the house like an unimpressed juices. individual. Just, she just, and the thing is, right? You just, you just hear a slippery. That's how you know when the feet's dragging. She's looking for juice in the house. <laughs> she's upset. Oh, no, and I she's. Was <laughs> I was actually toxic. <laughs> oh um, man. Yeah, but yeah. I, I do think though, even though I really despise Jamie Oliver, I do think what he's done in <laughs> I don't know, I wasn't expecting that. Continue. I was taken by surprise. He, he, he lowered my quality of life with Ribena. <laughs> that's, that's a joke. Like that's probably why I started you started you stopped drinking. That is drinking exactly water. why. Because the things you're like, didn't if taste I'm gonna drink, let me drink water. Exactly. Yeah, the <laughs> things didn't taste the same. And I was like, I want to remember them for what they were. So, like, the minute he put in the sugar tax, I'm not going to lie, that actually, that actually done bits to my life. Like, even though I was, like, fuming and I signed, signed every single petition that said, we're in a nanny state! Get us back! <laughs> um, I signed every petition to, like, uh, to stop that. But, like, I, 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 I'm, like, behind it. Because, honestly, I don't drink as much juice. Ever since, ever since that thing came in, I'm like... Why, why the hell do I want this one to pay more for exactly the same thing in the can or the, mm. or the bottle? And two, it's not even going to taste nice. It tastes weird. And because I haven't had, now it's like really long periods of time between when I have juice now. So like now when I have it, I'm just like, oh, this tastes disgusting. Because these sweeteners that people use actually taste disgusting. So I implore them to use more sweeteners in more things because they actually taste filthy. Although, although I had a Sprite Zero yesterday like you I and that friend of ours. and let me tell you right now popping 
you and that friend of popping who has decided to go on a no 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 the zero I, i'm t- i kid you not veronica this thing was so nice i drank you know that one liter bottle yeah i didn't drink the whole thing in a day but i was so surprised by how good it was i'm not a fizzy drink drinker like that's that. because I, you're I, not i drink so i drink you don't water. Know how it taste. what is my bread and butter you know it tastes weird but, all of this stuff no nah, tr- try the weed. sprite zero try the sprite zero i have you tried them all they you all taste weird sprite sprite not not the, no the lemon and lime one lemon and lime sprite, sprite zero. is lemon and lime what do you think sprite sorry, is? i wasn't i, I no that seemed like a specific flavor As, okay so one one <laughs> this is my area of expertise one, you've you come into my domain of expertise and you're not telling okay. me. <laughs> I thought it was lemon and lime. I thought it was a different... Like, is edge. lemon and lime aid. <clears throat> oh. It's just branded lemon and lime aid. Oh. I thought it was... I, I genuinely thought, you know, like how they have like Fanta cherry, like one of them ones there where they just have nah, lemon and Sprite, lime. Sprite is actually lemon and lime aid. Oh, whoops. But it bangs. Have a try. Like Fanta's they would, orange they an open mind. I have gone with an open mind because there was a time when the sugar tax came and I bought drinks with a vengeance and I threw every single one of them in the bin in anger. I nearly wrote Jamie Oliver an email. But with time, I've come to see that what that man done is a good thing. It's yeah. actually really good because it's like, regardless, like you can't even, you shouldn't even be chugging that much stuff anyway. It tastes horrible. Mm. Um, it tastes horrible. And now when I taste something that has the full sugar in it, I'm like, oh, this is too much. I even have to cut it with water. I can't even drink it all at one time. So Speaking of sugar tax, hmm? does Ben and Jerry's fall under that umbrella of sugar no, tax? Because that's too sweet. It's, it's too sweet. Ben and Jerry's, Ben and Jerry's, yeah, just in case any one of you is listening. No, no, no. Stop ruining things for people that they want. Stop <laughs> Put down the sugar. No. Especially the fish food. The fish food flavor is actually, it's ridiculous. You know, I, to, I, I let my ice cream melt so I can rinse it out. It was too sweet. I wasted okay, half a tub time, of Ben and Jerry's ice cream. That's your personal problem. Who sent you to go and drink it? <laughs> like, <laughs> stop ruining things for people. One, you need to go and get like the dairy-free one because that has less sugar in it. No, I like the the, the swish the switch. Um... Get the dairy-free one. No, no, no. I don't mind. I'm talking about that particular specific flavor. Then the I said get the dairy-free one because they've made one for oh. you that has less sugar. Don't be telling them now to walk down the one that people already like. Consider sugar-free ice cream. Okay, guys, we're ending today's episode on this. <laughs> no, 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 because I swear to God, I swear to God, it's Jamie Oliver. I swear to God. <laughs> wow, my neck hurts. Actually, that, that laughter. I think I'm a pop to this one. One more thing in my life. One more thing, I swear to God, I'm gonna lose it. Like, I, like Veronica is on. She's 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 on wreck at the moment. <laughs> no, because he literally, like, even though I, he's not obviously, I know he's doing the right thing in the long run, but like, it's like, wow. Like, I remember how much joy I used to get, like, not from school dinners because like school dinners used to be crap, but like before they were really unhealthy and like you used to have chips mm-hmm. nearly every single day. That used to make me. That, oh my god, that used to fill me with such joy. And I remember when Sunny D used to taste so good. Oh my gosh, I remember when the. Oh, I remember this so clearly. I remember yeah, I when think, Sunny I D. Veronica is gonna need a moment. So I'm just yeah, be yeah, because, because you, you went on the sugar tax. Let me, now let me play, I'm playing play some background music so you can continue because Ronka closed her eyes. She closed her eyes and she's speaking into the mic. She's now reminiscing. So let's just take it. Let's allow her the moment that she deserves to reminisce. Oh yeah, continue. 
We interrupt oh, this program to bring you the reminiscence of Veronica. And I'm yeah. pretty sure. Let, let, let me land! <laughs> let me land! <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty sure many people would agree with this when they, when they say that, like, there was a period of time, I think we were in year five, year six. I remember my crush at the time, Jonathan, like, and. Hmm. My crush at the time, government name. <laughs> I was going to say something wayward, but I'm like, mm. my crush at the time, Jonathan. But like, I remember how his mouth used to taste when we used to play Kiss Chase. So I remember wow. how his mouth used to taste. Wow. And I'll never forget mm. the day. So he got two pounds and he was like, oh, I'm going to buy Sunny D again. And I remember Jamie Oliver kept on being in the news because he was removing E-numbers, which is a good thing. Removing E-numbers, mm. transplants and all that stuff from Sunny D and like all the rest of our foods. So now all of our foods came back and my favourite crisp was like Quavers and What's It? And then after school, we ran to the shop and I had to run to the shop because if my grandma saw me going to the shop, she'll go and tell my mom that she has gone to use her money to spend in shop. So <laughs> I ran to the shop with Jonathan and he bought a Sunny D and he bought a big one so everyone could have a Sky. Because remember, this is when Sky just came in. Of course, no, Michelle, she, she, she was saying, I wasn't I here. Was here. I, I was <laughs> here for that one. I was here. Okay, so look how this <laughs> thing is that she, when she was here is selective, right? Because technically, by the age, she shouldn't have been here. <laughs> oh, I was here. I know what Sky means. <laughs> no, 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 no. Guys, look at how selective when they're here. <laughs> by the age. Let me Sky a drink. Let me Sky a drink. Yeah, let me Sky it. Let me Sky it. Let me Sky it. So, like, everyone was doing, let me Sky it. Let me Sky it. Let me Sky it. Then we Skyed it. Like, and we all spat it out. And then we turned to the back and it was like free from, and the list was like, we were like, no, this is the wrong one. So someone else had a pound and they ran back in, then they bought it. They were like, let me sky it, let me sky it. We all spat it out. I was like, huh? And that was the beginning of whenever I heard Jamie Oliver's name, it was connected with bad things in my mind. (laughs) The way that my food was now going to change. But like, let me not lie, he's actually done, he's actually done God's work, even though like he is a bit annoying, but he's done God's work. Mm-hmm. And she has really good recipes on stuff, aside from jollof rice, but you know. Yeah, that, that, we'll call that one a bad day. That wasn't a that bad day, he shouldn't have fucking done that. He should not have done that. A judgment lapse, <laughs> lapse in judgment that day. But anyway... I think that this episode has gone on for quite a while, but we talked about a lot of everything. So actually coming up with the title for this will be interesting because it's actually about a bit of multiple things. So we'll listen back and see. Um, yeah. So was there any sort of like, are there any takeaways that you've had from this conversation? Bea? You know what? Like you guys take away what you wanted to take away. Let's end the episode. Um, so... <laughs> Yeah, if Ron's wound up, Jamie Oliver, and we talked about a lot of things actually. Um, Yeah, I think we've given a nice sort of summary and then we've sort of like gone into talking about tax on food, sugar tax. So this will be very interesting. There's no line here. I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. (laughs) I did. I had a good laugh. I had a good laugh. You know, a a good guffaw, as my sister would say. Okay, so um, I've been Veronica. And I still am and always will be Michelle. Wow. Yeah. Tomorrow. tomorrow (laughs) I have to be extra. (laughs) Tomorrow I'm Lydia. Um, So... (laughs)
please, please follow us on our um, Instagram, I don't know TBH pod. Use the hashtag I don't know TB honest pod so that I don't know then don't know TBH pod if you've listened to us. And if you're listening to us on Apple, we kindly ask that you give us a rating and write a review. It really does help our podcast um, be pushed out there. So please do give us a rating and write a review if you're listening on Apple. Yes, thank you guys for listening. Bye-bye. Bye.